Hey, fans and new friends, Adam here. You're listening to Keenan and Kel with Adam and Aaron. Today's the big day. Keenan and Kel have finally been unleashed on US Netflix. To celebrate, we want to release a new episode, but the two of us are very busy moving this week and didn't get a chance. So in reference for season one and two of our favorite Nickelodeon sitcom, we went back to our season review episodes and extracted our top five episode lists for each season. So if you've got precious time like we do, you can listen to this compilation of our favorites from those seasons. So without further ado, let's get started with our top five season one episodes. Aaron, why don't you start us off? I would be happy to. So number five for me in season one of Kenan and Kel, the fifth best episode in my opinion was... (laughs) The Cold War. Wow. Yeah, I bet you didn't think that was going to make the list, did you? No. Um, I love I love this episode because it's it's kind of like everything I love to talk about. It's it's like medicine, but then it's um it like weaves in a little bit of pharmaceuticals, but then it talks about like wellness and what to do when you're sick. And I thought it was so appropriate for the time we're in now. I was laughing this whole episode and it was just the the way that Kel recovered from his illness <laughs> because of Keenan's cure. It was just it was brilliant. So um it landed a spot for me on my top five. Yeah, that, that's uh, it's true because I, I think that it's a great episode of our show in general because yeah. I could have done this episode, this show with a couple other people, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the it was a perfect Aaron episode too. <laughs> it just wouldn't have had the same ring to it, you know, Keenan and Kel with Adam and somebody else. <laughs> yeah, no, um, it's a it, it's a good pairing, and I I. I'm very happy that you were there for that one. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm glad I rewatched that episode because I was like, oh, this is the best. <laughs> um, uh, how about you? What was number five? My number five is the Cold War Two. Whoa! Look yeah. at that. Yeah, we we already sung his praises a lot, but uh, the, it's a really great uh, sick day episode because it's like you know, the concept of curing the common cold. I don't see that a lot. You see, no. like people plagued by it, but uh, to truly like infect it, and yeah, it, it's a, it's probably Keenan's best idea yet. Yeah, it actually has some potential. Like people have created cures and treatments for for similar diseases and conditions, and then sold them and made a lot of money. So like he was onto something. I don't know about Nobel prizes, but yeah, and the uh, the the finale with the the plane was just uh, incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah, just very, very funny. Him, him um, smacking the water out of Kel's hand, and yeah, it was, it was really, really good. Um, awesome. So, what's your, what's your number four then? Since we had the same number five. Oh, uh, well, let's see if we match on this one. Uh, my number four is Twizzles Fizzles. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Twizzles Fizzles is a real, uh, I, I get, we just covered it, so it's fresh in my mind, but, uh, again, same formula, uh, same formula that we know, but Keenan and Kel are at their peak, uh, like, they're, you can, they spend a whole season getting to know each other in this format, and you really see them, uh, do everything that you could want. They've also established Roger as a threat so far this, this, uh, season as a, a force to be reckoned with an evil entity so uh, you know just how much trouble Keenan's in the second uh, Twizzles is unresponsive so <laughs> unresponsive so polite of you yeah I like that I like that um, concept that you brought in so Mr. Rockmore is like the antagonist um, <laughs> like Keenan and Kel need some antagonist and usually it's something that they do them it's that they're it's themselves right it's yeah. this this whole season is this whole show is man versus himself <laughs> it's just creating yeah. problems that you know if they were a little bit less ambitious and a little bit less 
power hungry <laughs> most of these problems won't happen um but i do like twizzles fizzles especially because it's just keenan and kel hanging out like at the house by themselves like everybody can relate to that and then not doing anything all day well it's like normally that wouldn't get them into any trouble right exactly normally they would be like scot-free just being in their own little bottle on their own but yeah the responsibility and uh, Keenan's own sloth has has spelled his doom. Spelled his doom, yes. Twizzles Fizzles, great episode all around. Uh, what was your number four? My number four is probably on your list somewhere. Mo Sweater Blues. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Yeah, that, that, that's a fun one. Ooh, this is a pretty sweater. Ain't it pretty? Look at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you done drew it on a sweater. Got it all orangey. Well, right there. Brianna's not going to notice that. You're right, because we going to clean it. Come on, come on, man. <laughs> what do you love about it? So what I'm noticing now is when I'm trying to recall episodes, I, I pretty much just remember, like, the main scenes. And so <laughs> that scene in the restaurant, uh, well, first off, the scene at, uh, you know, in, in, the, in the family room where they initially get it, get the sweater dirty, and they're scrambling around trying to, trying to clean it. Um, and then when they're in the restaurant and they're just going back and forth, and they, they, all, they fix it. Like they fixed the sweater, and then yeah, they they came all the way back. <laughs> yeah, and then they ruin it all over again. They fixed uh, it in the most like, <laughs> in the most ridiculous way possible. Yeah, it, it's so sweet when they're they like went all the way to Rigby's and their crazy antics paid off. <laughs> like it 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 worked. They there was there was scot free. Yeah, right. there was uh there was like an actual payoff. There was an actual moment of success. Like they were triumphant. And then, of course, they weren't. <laughs> so that's that was my number four, most wetter blues. Very good. Uh, let's talk about top threes. Uh, go ahead. What, what do you got? Well, my number three, we already covered Twizzles Fizzles. Oh so, yeah, great. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just really, I really like how professional the episode seems. It's like <laughs> it's a really, really good plot. It's well executed. There's enough Keenan. There's enough Kel. There's enough Mister and Mrs. Rockmore. There's a like not enough Chris, but there's a good amount of Chris. Everybody's kind of like shining, um, but then they don't try to like weave in everybody, so they don't have to put in Kyra because she doesn't fit in in this scene in this episode. So yeah. Yeah, their best episodes I, I thought were very focused. Exactly. And with where the season began and where the season ended, I thought the uh, it was a very focused ending. Only one plot was happening. They were they were dialed in. Yeah, they yeah. they this was the plot, this was the problem, and they tried to solve it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was my number three. How about you? Uh, my number three was the tainting of the screw. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is oh, a real. Wait, I uh, have a, uh... I have a screw prop right here. It fell out of my chair. <laughs> oh, how how handy. How handy. <laughs> Mr. Kimball, would you care to tell the court in your own words what happened on the morning of October the 6th? <laughs> I did it! I did it, Katie! That's it's it's a special one, and so how early it is. The second episode, like they they knew they struck gold, like just right out of the gate. Great idea, focused episode, like we compliment the other ones for, and just so funny. Uh, like the the lead up is has a bunch of good jokes too. The Luna tuna scene, the uh, the the dream sequences, and uh, yeah, the the courtroom finale is uh, un unparalleled. 
Yeah, it, it's one of the best scenes in the, the history of the show, like without a doubt. No yeah, question it, about it. It's right up there with some of the best orange soda moments. <laughs> yeah, it definitely makes the top five for, for scenes, but yeah, we, we talked about it plenty. What's your top two? My top two is, I uh, don't want to get repetitive here, but uh, Taining of the Screw is number two. Um, <laughs> I'm like one one step ahead of you. You are, time. you are, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, again, funny. It's just so funny and fun. I get to really enjoy this episode. I get, I could watch it right now and get the same laughs. Um, so yeah, really, really funny episode it's just it's just a good time all around yeah uh, i i dropped the screw in the two people people just remember that scene people don't remember anything else about Keenan and cal like i could say that i could i could walk in the middle of philadelphia and just start screaming that and somebody would like point at me and laugh yeah and i think i don't think people appreciate how great the rest of the scene is yeah, because not that just he's out that he's like climbing over like the judges' quarters, he's like doing the, shaking he's, her. He's doing the thing where his, his like f- knees are touching and his feet are like inverted. And <laughs> yeah, like, he, Keenan, <laughs> Keenan, you still I'm, we're still boys, right? <laughs> don't make don't take me to jail, man. Just it's it's amazing. And then before that, when he high fives the bailiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the scene starts off good too. And yeah, it's, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. I have a feeling. Did you say your number two yet? Uh, I did not. Oh, go ahead. And uh, I think so. Uh, we <laughs> we have the same top five. I'm I'm pretty <laughs> certain. Uh, the The order is a little juggled here. It's most water blues, isn't it? My number two is actually Merry Christmas, Keenan. Oh, uh, is that your number one? Dun dun dun. That is my number one, Adam. That is the only ten that I gave this season. <laughs> Yeah, and it's well deserved too. It, it's a it's a magical outing. Open this one. It's from me. Ooh, you got me a present. Well, don't act all surprised. Open it. <laughs> <laughs> you got me the tuba phone. <laughs> tuba phone. Yeah, she's not just a tuba. It's a phone. Again, I I just uh, edited that one, and it it, it was a real. <laughs> there was. <laughs> magic in the air for the whole time it's true it's true and it disobeys all the normal laws of Keenan and Kel yet it still exceeds at what it wants to do and that's what makes it so great it's because it's able to push the boundaries but we still know who Keenan and Kel are like it's still in their universe it's not too ridiculous um but we but I love it because it lets us see a little bit deeper about who Keenan and Kel are and that helps us to connect with them further in future episodes. Because I could see people starting to not like Keenan because he's so he's so lustful. And he yes. wants he wants so much stuff. But it's hard to not like Keenan when you remember this episode. Yeah, no, it it's he it forgives him. It absolves him of like the rest of the show. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> Deep down he's a he's a good person. Yep. And uh yeah, there's some real tearjerker scenes. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's a, a perfect, a perfect time. And the other thing I I think we mentioned in the episode, but it, we talked about it in detail. But it's Christmas as like all heck, like like they do every possible thing you could do in a Christmas special. Like, yeah. Like there yeah there's there's sleighs, snow, um, uh, caroling, Santa, <laughs> songs by the fire. Uh, yeah, Santa, mechanical um, Santa beating up a beloved store owner. Uh, toys, <laughs> gifts, gift giving, family meals. Yeah, yeah, they touch it all. Yeah, um, yeah. What? Yeah, it's just like neighbors helping each other out, and yeah, it's a good episode. It's a great Christmas episode too. Couldn't agree more, Adam. And I even enjoyed watching it in the middle of July, and you guys <laughs> listening to it in the middle of August. Yeah, so uh, my, uh, yeah, the last one here, my number one is uh, Mo Sweater Blues. Had a feeling. Tell us what yeah. you love about it. All right, spot's gone. No, it's not. I need some more water. Move. Look. I give this episode a 10 because I, I, I go back to this episode and I still like find new things to laugh at. Wow. Uh, not only that, but it, it's, it, it does the formula perfectly. It, it, and not only that, 
listening to our podcast, like, maybe casually I'd say, yeah, it's a 9 out of 10. But because we had the build of all the other episodes, and it pays off in, like, a, a show with a tight continuity might. Right. Like, the, the girl that he's dating, Brianna, she's from another episode. Yes. And, like, yeah, the props are from other episodes, like Chris's uh, fire hydrant. And uh, Kyra and Kel's, like, you know, her fawning over him. It's it's all, like, paid off. Orange soda. Everything's covered. And it, it uh, the, the Chinese restaurants. Not to mention Kel's uh, kind of, kind of what today we might call a... Problematic. A problematic right? joke. Mm-hmm. But if you are a fan of comedy, it's very funny. There, there's other stuff to laugh at. There's other stuff bit. to laugh at if you don't like that. Exactly. Just the, the, the concept of ordering like a bunch of like meatballs and yeah. stuff like the that. concept of, of, of using another language and saying yeah. words, but they are not the words you wanted to say. It's like really, really, really funny. So yeah, I, I agree. It's a great episode, especially when they drop the sweater in the in the, in the, fr- no. the frying pan or the uh, the grease. Yeah, everyone's in their perfect in perfect form. Like Chris has two scenes, and other episodes like uh, Twizzles Fizzles, he has two scenes, and they're not great. But in this one, they are am- amazing. I mean, it is great. So believe it or not, I think it's great and the best one of uh, season one. You uh, you really sold me on Merry Christmas, Keenan. Oh um, yeah, that that's I didn't uh, appreciate that episode nearly as much as after <laughs> the fact after the, after we were you know analyzing it and talking about it, and then of course you shared that sent that uh, story with me. So that's my number one for season one. Yeah, I, I, no shame there. I gave both episodes a ten. Yep. <laughs> so like you know we're that's properly rated. Um, but yeah, no, thank that's that that's the the top list. Uh, what what should we do next? How about we do our honorable mentions because they just missed the top ten or top five? Yeah, uh, so I I asked that we get two of them because there's 14 episodes in season one, so it's kind of like oh hey this is this is the top half, right? Like it's a top five and then these two. Uh, here, why don't you start so I don't just talk about your episode a lot? Okay, so this one is one that we haven't talked about yet. But it is definitely the most cross-referenced episode of season one, which is doing things the Hemingway. What is all this junk? A cactus? A bowling pin? A hair dryer? A cell phone? Did you know that was in there the whole time? Yeah, it's my mom's. She said I can only use it in the case of an emergency. <laughs> well, you wouldn't mind if we just used it anyway now, would you? <laughs> we talk about this episode in just about, like, episode 4 through 12, probably. like we mention it. <laughs> um, it's, it's really funny. Kel is in his prime, prime form. Keenan is as ridiculous as possible. Um... They climb the stairs of the Sears Tower for T- Keenan to hang the smallest like, the sign that would not be seen from the... So it's just it, it, all around really funny. And then there's the allusions to Hemingway and, you know, like like the actual great literary literary author. So I think this episode deserves some praise. Absolutely. Uh, it is also uh, on my number six. Uh, like it, it's uh, the fact that we referenced it so many times just gave it so much extra weight. And it's also I, I would say that they didn't have the formula perfect yet. Nope. But the, it's on its own right as its own piece of media. It's it's very funny. Yeah. Like if this was an episode of another show, I would like that episode. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it, it held its own weight. I, I hope we continue through season two to talk about, <laughs> to just reference it. I, I think to... we will. I'm going to have to rewatch it so my <laughs> references will be fresh. I'm actually, the next paper I write, I'm probably going to cite it. <laughs> uh, if you're not super familiar with it, you're going to be in trouble for the, the upcoming quiz. Oh, no. 
Oh boy. Um, okay. All right. Uh, next honorable mention. I'm gonna have you go because I have a feeling. <laughs> My number seven is dial O for oops. Oops. Yep. Or dial zero for oops, as it is on several sites, including my brain. <laughs> Both are acceptable. There's a scene in the middle of the episode, the bill of the first act, where they do the phone call with each other with the fake shoe. And yeah, oh, that's that's brilliant. It, it's so good. So much that the rest of the episode can just coast around it. Yeah. It's a, not too special of a situation, like, sitcom-wise, but, like, that 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 phone scene is definitely top five scenes of, of season one for me. And we have some good characters, too. Mr. Dawson and Amy. <laughs> um... Yeah, we talked about having Mr. Rockmore as a villain earlier, and having creating a double Mr. Rockmore yes. is very good. And He's very pliable. I also, in a way, I kind of a guilty pleasure. I like how rushed Amy and Keenan's romance is. Very rushed. Yeah, like I, I, I find it very funny that it, it in very in a short amount of time they exchange with each other and just fall in love. Yep, yep. Keenan's like, "Oh, the opera. That must have been terrible." <laughs> He's like, "Oh no, I love the opera." Um, I I am a fan of Dial O for Oops, except that it does give me crippling anxiety. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that that like last. All I think about when I think of the episode, I don't think about that middle scene. I think about that last scene where they're spraying water down the whole house and Keenan's trying to tell a story and Kel's switching the tape and then it it's yeah. just like it makes you want oof. to crawl your skin which I, yeah. I, I I'm far enough removed from it but if I watched that as a, a kid I would just be oh. Oh. squirming like gives crazy gives you the heebie-jeebies um, yeah. so my my second honorable mention my number seven is Diamonds Are For Roger oh yeah. uh, the Diamond Bandit is your daddy Another great episode. It almost made my. Uh, it, I had the same score for this one and Dial for Oops. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I chose this one uh, instead of Dial for Oops because that was also on my list. I chose it just just because of how how silly it is. Like they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna br break into a diamond store. First off, the whole reason they got into the predicament was just them <laughs> thinking that his dad looked like the the diamond thief. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they uh, immediately start, uh, like, the the jokes are pretty crazy in this one. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, you, you learn a bunch of crazy things about Kel. Like, he only has one kidney because of Keenan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's an underlooked aspect. Is this one of the, is this that list episode? Uh, this is the second list episode. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, but but they're, yeah, it, it's really good. It's really, it's, it's fun. They break into the ju the jewelry store. and then Not they, a submarine. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they get locked into the vault with, oh. yeah, it's, it's just like, yeah, of course that would happen. Yeah, when they're down to just, it's just, it's a blank screen and all they have is a flashlight. That's the entire show. It's Keenan Kel with a flashlight and they make a great, great jokes out of it. Yep, yep. <laughs> I mean that's that's the beauty and the the talent of Keenan and Kel really. It's like few few props, but make the most of them. Yeah, I I feel like this whole first season felt felt a little ramshackle in certain parts. Mm -hmm, for sure. Uh, uh but uh, they pulled it together in the end, and uh, and like they the characters are what are delivering it. Keenan and Kel deliver, and that that covers it. You know. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I touched on this in the intro, but we, we really do get some good character development for the upcoming seasons. It's like we set we set the groundwork for how their relationship works, how their relationship with each of the main characters works. Um, and, you know, of course, it's subject to change over time, but it's like we know who they are. I'm really curious to see how the seasons are going to stack up next to each other. Because in my mind, like, season three is, like, is peak. It at least starts that way. 
but like looking ahead in terms of like episode numbers uh yeah <laughs> seasons one two and three are very uh, i'm sorry one two and four are very short they're all like 13 14 episodes and uh that <laughs> season three is like is extra it's like 22 mm-hmm. so i i and next seasons when like they recorded like uh film good burger and all that stuff so it, it's like I, I i'm wondering when when, when is p keenan and cal and i think season one's a good it, it might be it that's how good season one is yeah yeah and, and i mean i think i was looking ahead too and yeah like we see our dream team of directors again mm-hmm. not as often as i think i would like but we still see them again and they have a good formula and the formula works I don't know when the peak is because I I haven't watched a lot of these ep- these future episodes in a long time. But season one, like, very very refreshing to see such like a fun TV show. Yeah, absolutely. However, uh, the dream team's not always there, and sometimes you get a couple stinkers. And yeah, we we talked about it uh, way way too much during the the show. But yeah, sometimes they brought in a writer for only like a single episode. They they don't have any examples to go off of, so they don't know what the show is yet. Uh, and uh, that led to some lower-tier episodes. I don't want to go, like, super negative and talk about a lot of them. <laughs> like, make it bottom five. But uh, we, we highlighted, like, a, a one-worst one for each of us, right? Yes. And so, just so everybody knows, Adam and I record these episodes at night. And sometimes, I'm, I'm much more... I'm much of a... <laughs> I'm more of a morning person. So sometimes I'm really fresh in the morning and then as I get go on in the day, maybe it's some things don't go well, I'm not feeling that. So sometimes I record episodes and I'm not feeling my best. Right now I feel pretty good. But other times I record episodes and the episode is so bad it makes me viscerally angry. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm mad that I have to talk about it for so long. And the worst example of this, the worst case of this for me, the worst episode of the season was in the line of Keenan. Just an abomination of 22 minutes of my time, which turned into an hour. But just <laughs> n- nothing works. It's so stupid. It's not. It's not even. It's not even funny. It's just dumb. It doesn't match a lot of the rest of the show. Uh, the president's kind of a jer- is a big jerk, and you just have to watch him jerk it up a lot. Uh, yeah, I I I am uh, I fully support having that low on the, on the list. Yeah, and then they have this fixation with the slushos, and they think that 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 one gimmick is gonna carry the episode. It's like no, it mm-hmm. doesn't. Nice try, but so anyways, I, I I'm gonna leave it at that. You you said yeah. not to get too negative, so I will. Hey, I will uh, turn uh, you... off my microphone right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is where this is the airing of grievances. So my. Uh, I have a different uh, bottom episode. Oh, good. And and it's just because of how how much I think it doesn't work, and what they think works maybe worked at the time, but like later doesn't <laughs> in a current light. Uh, and that is the uh, bomb is a bomb. <laughs> that's your last uh, episode. That's my that's my bottom episode. Wow. Everybody say orange. Orange. Say orange. Orange. Say soda. Soda. I say soda. Soda. Not scary. Oh yeah. It's uh, Keenan and Kel make a nightclub, and that's the whole episode. And it's very, there's not a strong through line. There's not a major problem. It's just they want to do this thing. They do it. It's kind of a little annoying. The power eventually shuts down, and Kel does a musical number. And that's it. Like, the I don't like the Kyra subplot. It, it, I don't like the Kel's new lady friend subplot and how the, how the two of them interact and it just ends with her Kyra locking her up and like just going ha ha that, that like, is a really the? bad subplot yeah and the rest of the episode it just kind of fizzles out after the musical number and I do not think the musical number is noteworthy totally understood that's a that's not the best episode 
Um, one that we didn't mention that I will briefly mention because that could have been either of ours is uh, Safe and Sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, it was okay. It was it had its moments. It had its wonder and awe. But uh, I just I want to throw that in the bottom three because uh, didn't quite didn't quite fit. I'll I'll place it there as well. I okay. I only give it a five out of ten just because it's okay. okay it does what it averagely needs to do. But th- there's a reason why I-, I know exactly why that one's not found on Amazon because <laughs> it's a it's a stinker. Now onto our top five episodes from season two. Would you like to start us off with our number five? Number five, I would love to. My number five episode for Keenan and Kel season two is clowning around. Ooh, that's a, a clown-tastic episode. Clown-tastic, yes. We had a lot to say about that episode, <laughs> like, during the, the actual show. Yeah, yeah, we were we were deciphering and unpacking what that episode meant as we were talking. And uh, it's it's for that reason and, like, the, our, our deep reflection on it that it made the list. Uh, it was also a great episode. I gave it, um, I gave it a score of... 8.5 which uh was pretty high for early in the season um and i was happy with that score uh, i thought that episode really did stand the test of time and it was funny and energetic and just all around good keenan and kill great twist halfway through and yeah uh, i liked that kyra got the spotlight for a lot of the, sh- the episode yep me too I-, I feel like she wasn't in a whole lot of the second half did you get that? Uh, no, she had some cameos. Yeah, uh, but but not a, a big role. Yeah, but I would put clowning around at my number five for this season. Oh, great! Uh, my number five is uh, a big changeup. Uh, bye bye, Keenan, part two. Oh, it made the list. I I had I I came I had a, a come to Jesus moment. I I, I knew <laughs> you would. Last one. I knew you would after that perfect score. Yeah, yeah, just or almost after just about. editing, thinking about it, and like going back on like my my opinions from way back in the day. It does not deserve to be ranked above Bye Bye Keenan Part One. Thank you. Yeah, no, it it's not as important of an episode. It still though uh, is a really good top five worthy episode. A lot of laughs. I love the the janky broken down house. A lot happens. Yeah, it's a good a good house, good environment uh, for a lot of a lot of good Keenan and Kel fun. The the officiate bit might might like be my favorite Keenan and Kel moment of the season. <laughs> can you can you re- refresh our memories? Sure. Uh, Keenan in class is asked to define the word officiate, so he stands up and he proclaims, "A man got sick because of officiate." <laughs> and Kel was busting up and everybody else was just stone, stone cold yeah no so it's a, a excellent moment for an excellent episode and a good end to uh Roger's arc which I didn't even realize we were going to get so Roger's yeah we had a real Roger individuation moment here like where he actually mm-hmm. realized that that he didn't like what he was doing and he wanted to change his life but he couldn't. Um, a lot happened in that last in this episode. Like a lot happened. It was it was pretty packed. It's corn to corn with jokes, which is why I, I definitely value it. Right. Yeah. They they brought out all the stops. I think uh, there was probably more room for jokes because we weren't switching scenes a lot. Like it was mostly in the house, and yeah, then the school, yeah, right. and then the park ranger place. Uh, let's talk about uh, number fours. All right. Do you want to lead the charge? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so my number four is the lottery.
Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The lottery in my book is another jam-packed episode where the energy is absolutely manic. (laughs) Like, I I remember the scene of them all on the couch and just (laughs) everyone is going insane at like 120%. (laughs) I love the scene at the lottery corner when they're like dancing and having fun with each other. They destroy Rigby's real fast. And like the episode still has a ways to go with uh, Mrs. Quagmire. So yeah, uh, that kind of mania isn't seen that often. And I think it's real good Keenan and Kel getting into all kinds of mischief. Fair enough. I I did remember that scene when everybody's on the TV and it's lasting for like two minutes. Everybody's on. Everybody's <laughs> watching the TV. Yeah, it, it is a good moment. It is good, Keenan and Kel. Um, it it's also got a real the hearts there, which is always a wonderful ingredient. The Kel splitting his winnings with Keenan. Yeah, I forget what it was about that episode that just didn't really do it for me. I feel like I wasn't well, laughing too much. <laughs> the Mrs. Quagmire climax is a little. Yeah. Oh, I, is, that's pretty I, insane. I hated that. <laughs> I, I really did. That was just terrible. Yeah. You have to really suspend your disbelief. I mean, that's to, like, to... how many episodes this season did they f- end with somebody flying out the window? I mean, that was <laughs> oh, uh, two. Oh, man, I should have put that in the trivia. <laughs> two two episodes. <laughs> it was yeah. uh, the lottery and get the Kel out of here. Nothing says Keenan and Kel like defenstration. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's, it's a word for the act of getting thrown out a window. Okay, why is there a word for that? <laughs> I don't know it, that no- but I know it. Why is there a word that nobody knows, and why would you say it if nobody <laughs> knows it and then have to explain it? I, I thought you replied like Keenan and Kel would. Defenstration. <laughs> All right. So enough about the lottery. What's your uh, number four? Number four is the other episode where it <laughs> ends with <laughs> defenstration. Uh, get the Kel out of here. Where oh, well, Ro- Roger has had enough of Kel Kimball. Yes, I, that boy is a pimple on the face that is my life, <laughs> as he says. Um, I yeah the the build up in this episode in the beginning, like just just like jab after jab from Mikel. And is this is is this the ham 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 episode? It is. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, I, I mean that episode. I mean that that bit is just so. They're at the ham restaurant and what is it called? Do you remember? Uh yeah. That should it, be a trivia. Meets. Lay me, no, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. That's Turkey that's Day. That's the Turkey Day. Yeah, <laughs> that is Turkey Day. Uh, it is um, uh, the Pork Shack. Okay, yeah, the Pork Shack. Yeah, get your restaurants right. <laughs> Everybody's reckoning the Pork Shack. <laughs> yeah, Cheryl. She's it's like, hey, can I can I sit with you? Everybody's welcome in the Pork Shack. Yeah, that episode yeah. had so many. And then just like... I think that line, that line sticks with me because it's like one of the one funny things Cheryl said on the show. <laughs> No, Cheryl's funny. She's not okay. Her character is more like loving and compassionate than than funny. Yes, she's like the the straight man of the show, and she doesn't have as uh, many opportunities for jokes. So when she has a good one like that, it's awesome. I love it. And it's not a joke. It's just like a, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other thing I liked about this episode was the suspenseful scene at the end. Where they're hiding in, in the parents' bedroom. Like, I, it just feels so real. Yeah, you can really, like, that, that's one where you, your hair is sticking on the back of your neck. Yeah, and it was it was gold, and, like, he's under, Kel's under the bed, then Kel's in the covers with his shoes on. It just makes you cringe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a real good uh, conversation, too, about uh, forgiveness and the rules that it follows. <laughs> and, like, when's a bad time to ask for forgiveness and stuff like that. So I... I, I, I thought it was very insightful, too. Yeah, that's that's what my list, uh, my top five list has consisted of so mm-hmm. far. It's, it's those deep, meaningful episodes. Uh, well, let's see if they continue. What's your top three? Uh, my number three is also a deep, meaningful episode, this time about love and romance and passion. The Crush.
I lo- I love the crush. I speaking of which, Adam, we're trying to get sponsored by Fanta, and you just opened a, a thing of a, a can of Fanta, and you're talking about Crush. Yeah, I hope that people associate Crush with Fanta now. Ah, oh, this is painful. I am not yeah, associated uh, with Adam in any way. This is the first fence I've had in a long time, and it's not very good, I will oh, no, say. Stop. Stop. Uh, I'm sorry about that, Fanta. Uh, you're... What's the expiration date? I know you're you're bad at. Oh, uh, no idea, but it's, it's uh, you know, uh, please continue. Uh, okay, so <laughs> The Crush. I watched this episode, like, five episodes too soon when we were doing the podcast and <laughs> yes and did. i was like oh my god this is the best and then we got on to do the podcast and i'm like this episode was so good and adam's like yeah who loves orange soda is a good episode kind of and i was like what are you talking about so i watched the wrong episode but the crush the first time i watched it i was cracking up i think i like it so much because i am a teacher and i substitute that doesn't happen yeah but just like the level of uh intensity that it uh, that it like escalates to because kel's egging him on and like getting keenan to like not really think that he has a crush on her but like at least plant the seed and then kel's moments at the end of that episode were just just like lights out amazing i, I love the dynamic of the episode where you see keenan being the one that gets squeezed for once because <laughs> usually it's him giving like a kel hard time right so uh that, that's great and yeah i, I think that I, we also had a good talk about it with uh, your insights is great because i i love hearing just the breakdown of uh no she would get fired immediately for, for <laughs> nowadays like, yes yeah you can't you can't crack a student's back you can't no. turn a student around and grab them by the waist <laughs> especially if he uh says no and shouts yeah. um that's his learning not yours oh, that was a good one <laughs> that was a good one i yeah. feel like that applies in many circumstances i think i sh- also shared the one time i was in college and was this girl that i that we knew was trying to crack my friend's back because she went to the chiropractor once and i was like that's mm-hmm. like trying to like st- to fix someone's car like, because you got yeah your yeah oh i went to the mechanic <laughs> and now i'm gonna fix your car like <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> that is not your learning so yeah. but yeah the, the crush the crush was fun and then the dream scene in the crush with the dancing mm. Like the really oh, yeah. dramatic in the in the ball gowns and tuxedo. It's like we don't in the fog machine. You, you've had some very good uh, cinematographic episodes too. <laughs> like like I love the way that the uh, that dream sequence was shot and clowning around. We pointed out had a bunch of crazy camera angle stuff. Right. Yeah. Clowning around had good camera angles. Yeah. I think I like I like the. I tend to gravitate towards the novel episodes. Um, yeah. Whereas you really like the classics and the classic formula. Yeah, and which is uh, nice because that's you, you. I wouldn't want a Keenan and Kel that was the same every episode, right? And I don't think you would either. No, no, no. I like how they get a little creative, and then you can tell they're still working within like the Nickelodeon, you know, infrastructure. But I mean, that's how we all have to operate, right? You gotta, oh, yeah. you gotta operate within a box most of the time, and and when you can succeed in that box, then you're like the best there is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I tell people about this show all the time, and they're like, I've never heard of it. Um, and I'm like, well, you know what? I think you're missing out because it's, it's really good. <laughs> it's got a lot of really great moments that only a true Fanta would appreciate. That, I think that's our generation difference. Right. <laughs> because when I tell people uh, about the, the show, I, they're like, oh, God, I remember that. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm digging up like a 23-year-old memory for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean – it's not one of the most highly rated shows ever. So I've been listening to an episode of uh, The Big Orange Couch where they uh, they interview one of the contestants that was on a game show from back in the day, uh, Guts. It was what the game show was called. Okay. And, and they were discussing, there, there was some insight on how the Nickelodeon studio like projects were filmed. Ah, good. Apparently, the audience like on any given day was just imported from the Universal Studios like lot. Like, it's a theme park, so kids and parents would be there, and they say, hey, come on in and watch Keenan and Kel, like, perform today. Oh, wow. And then let them go. Uh, that, that's, how I, that's how it worked for Guts, and I assume it worked the same way for this uh, other Universal Studios show. Well, probably. 
Yeah, they, they probably sold it like it was a special event and only certain people get picked. And so you kind of want to be in the right place at the right time. And Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, uh, I forget what you said that made me re- remember that. But uh, yeah, the, the whole team that they assemble when they make these episodes, it's really something special. A little like a bit of a live performance, a little bit of a... Uh... Yeah, it's it's balancing between almost like, you know, it's not theater. But it's almost balancing between like being on a stage in front of people. I mean, it's the classic like ways way that sitcoms were filmed. But um, yeah, uh, that's the other thing about it. It's like this is a you're seeing a the film's recap of a, a stage production, basically. Every episode is like that. It's not a like special effects like After Effects heavy. Right. There's not a lot of post production on these episodes besides the transitions. What you're seeing is like what they the audience saw. Yeah, and in that way. It's like a time capsule, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, you look, you watch a show today. It's like everything is crystal clear and you, and they like zoom in on people's faces when they're talking um, instead of like like Keenan and Kel. You see the whole scene, you know, it's like you see the, the back. The scenery is what makes the show what it is like. You feel like you're there. You feel like you're in in rooms. You're not just like talking with individuals. And uh, it's a whole it's a whole family ordeal, really. People say that about a uh, stop motion versus like CGI, <laughs> you know, stop motion, like the clay yeah, figures yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And, and, and like a lot of theory behind that is that it's something physical and real in front of them. And that I think that's a, a charm to Keenan and Kel. You see like the real stuff happening uh, as it did to the audience on stage as it is happening to you. Right. And I would imagine they do their own stunts. <laughs> you know that not like there aren't too many stunts but yeah yeah but right. no it's it's really yeah it, it's it's a time capsule like i said it's um it brings you back to a moment in time when this is how tv shows were made but then then there's like the layer on top of it where like we're aware that we're in a tv show like they ent- introduce it and, and have an outro and so it's really something special uh, when they do that kind of meta window yeah it's it's yeah. neat it's neat i think that's that's the thing that people remember too. It's like the the red curtain and pulling back and all the energy. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of um, all the energy, uh, my number three is Bye Bye Keenan Part One. Uh-huh. So yeah, it, it made the top five as it should. Uh, so these three episodes, I bumped down. I saw them that they're all the same score. So it's kind of preference where I organize them. And uh, yeah, I, I, this episode deserves serious credit because uh, it delivers good TV entertainment and drama, even though the show is not built for that. Yep. Yeah, I I was a little rough on it kind of the first go around just because I'm like, ah, it's Keenan and Kyle, I'm here for the laughs. And I was thinking about those those sad Universal Studio kids <laughs> that that just want to see them, like are having like the worst day ever watching Keenan and Kel break up. Uh, but I think it, it ultimately it's a really it's a powerful episode and every scene is done like better than the last one. Like the the scene where Keenan's telling Chris that he's leaving is very emotional, emotionally charged, and yeah, you you, you know, and yeah, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I'm not trying to jump the boat or anything, but this is this is my number two. So oh, well, so, the perfect timing. Yeah, so I I know. Yeah, uh, might as well just riff on it now. This episode was good. I I watched it back a few times because my Christmas gift to Adam was uh was the the <laughs> oh yes the the picture the picture that. Kel gives, uh, or wanted to give Keenan. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, I forgot to mention that. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. I, yeah, I, I, and I, I was blown away when I saw it because I, I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I've never, I've never, uh, <laughs> given, I've never seen you that excited about a gift I gave you. Usually it's like, Oh, <laughs> this time it was like, Oh, <laughs> Ooh, a learning opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's usually no, yeah, I, give, is, I give you a book. It's a great gift. Adam does not like 12 Rules for Life, everybody. He much would rather <laughs> a picture of Keenan and Kel. Um, okay, so 
Yeah, I went back and watched that scene a bunch of times and uh, like trying to find out what the proportions were, which I think I got wrong anyways, but uh, (laughs) of that image. But there's this moment where Kel's like turning the doorknob and you can hear like every single twist of the bolt and the knob. Like you can hear like the the knob like shake. And, and, And I'm like, that's like the instability of that these two feel right now. It's like this, this loose kind of like oh no i don't know if this doorknob is gonna fall off like that's their friendship and i went back yeah. and watched that and i'm and i'm thinking like there were a lot of moments like that in that episode a lot of just like there's no laughter in the background no music playing i mean there's some sad music but you know just like no laughter no music just pure like emotion being shown by talented actors who are just doing a funny goofy show but they pulled just they them pulled sitting it out. and being sad next to each other, which I f- feels really genuine to me. Yeah, more than if they were just talking continuously. It's a really honest episode because losing friends is something everybody goes through, and and it's like that's a real fear a lot of people have, and it's also a reality that people go through. And I just think, yeah, I think you know we we came for the laughs, but the fact that they can that they can make something so special. That episode is, is like one of my favorite TV episodes. Like it's just so good. Definitely. And it's it's it's, uh, it's the other heart of the show. We talked about that in the Christmas episode. This is not another real uh, emotional climax. I I as we go into later seasons, like I think some of the I think so. I'm not sure how they're gonna hold up to like season two. Uh, because uh, m- my gut reaction is that season three like nailed it. I love a lot of season three episodes and stuff like that. But uh, there is nothing nearly as kind of dramatic yeah. and soulful as this one. I almost feel like, you know, I mean, we're kind of halfway through. I know season three is a little longer than these other two. Um, but I feel like this could have even waited a little bit. You know, like this episode was oh, so yeah. good. I feel like it could have it could have made its way into season three. I, I feel like there was um, probably a desire for something deeper in the creator's room and like, and probably from express from Kidden and Kel, like this is probably what I'm guessing. And they wanted to do like a little bit of more acting, um, a little bit more drama. And so they, they did it in season two. I feel like it could have really fit in season three as well. Um, yeah, yeah. They really, they got the chops for it. That's the thing. Yeah. They're not just talented comedian kid, kid actors. They're also talented yeah. kid actors. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, and they're not the best actors. Um, no, it's not. We're not fooling anybody and trying to sell their acting to Broadway. But I mean, they they are talented and they have fun and they're like comfortable. Then uh, they're comfortable enough to have fun in front of people and and let people have fun at home too. All right. Well, let's let our <laughs> the Fantas have some fun now <laughs> and talk about the. Uh, so I still got my number two. Yeah, go for it. And then I'll let I'll let you do number one. So. Uh, my number two is Turkey Day. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Keenan says even in the microwave, it takes two hours. Uh, I got the two hours. I know exactly what I did. Can I host it? Yeah. Ah, get the, okay. Yeah. Like, uh, 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 uh. Hey, that ought to speed things up. Yeah, Turkey Day is uh, an episode I love to show people. <laughs> And uh, I've probably seen it more than any other episode just because of how much, uh, again, real good laughs and energy. And like, though we said this, we were just saying this about how they act in different ways. Like, I love uh, when <laughs> uh, Keenan Cow in the kitchen, uh, just uh, uh, like, you know, trying to cook a turkey really oh, quick. That, and then the microwave. <laughs> yeah, and then the microwave in the oven and it blows up. And after that, they are, they channel a different energy, which is just them like, Dis- destroyed but still have like another a couple more scenes to go through right devastated <laughs> devastated there uh they like the the family i thought was okay uh they there's a but it was corner to corner with laughs and jokes and like real for all the thanksgiving episodes in the world this is probably one of the the better ones yeah it, they do the, they do thanksgiving right they do like the perfect keenan and kel thanksgiving um, I feel like the reason it didn't make my top five was because it seems like too many dreams that I've had. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, it does feel like a bad yeah, dream. Yeah, no, it? doesn't it? You're <laughs> something goes wrong and you're trying to fix it, but nothing you're doing is working. 
and then you then you finally like get there and then it just goes wrong right it's like i feel like i've had that dream not for turkey but yeah also uh worth mentioning written by alex reed uh of um malcolm in the middle uh, emmy award-winning bowling episode fame (laughs) (laughs) so uh, i it's got a good pedigree and i think really uh beginning to end is is a solid one uh but it's not number one uh what is your number one episode this season I have a feeling it's the same exact as your number one episode this season, Adam. It is a lovely little episode we like to call Ditch Day Afternoon. Yes, it is. It's just <laughs> ditch day afternoon. Just the best of Keenan and Kel. The absolute best episode. <laughs> it's it's so, so good. <laughs> well, like, so I was debating between Turkey Day and Ditch Day Afternoon, which, which one was, was going to be my, like, number one. Oh, funny enough, both have day in the title. Yep. But I, I was just deciding which one was going to be my uh, number one. And I was remembering Keenan's speech to the robbers. <laughs> His motivational speech. I'm just, I'm just losing it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the fact that they, oh, they try to skip school and and the messenger, and like, they have to call a messenger. And that's uh, the other comparison between these two. All the side characters in every scene is is, is great. Yeah. Oh yeah, they do it. They do it right. And then the the teacher and the teacher, yeah. the messenger, uh, was it Doug Delivery Man <laughs> shows up and like says five words to Chris, but he says them all great. Yep. Um, and the the burglars are so oh, bad. Yeah, they're also awesome. They're so bad at being burglars. They want a million dollars in unmarked bills <laughs> and a million dollars in marked bills. <laughs> a helicopter. <laughs> An orange soda. Yeah, it's also the beginning is so tight too. Right. Like before that, like way before that commercial break, um, like we you so much is established. And it's all like three had threefold assault on on Keenan's bad day. Right. Right. And what was the reason that he skipped school again? Uh, he had to do a Spanish presentation right. because he was <laughs> acting up in class. Right. Yes. Oh man. Uh, sing a Spanish song. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah and even that in that one little moment of cal like you know just loving the song that he picked and just dancing to it like it was it's just awesome energy awesome episode yeah. it, it it is yeah it's definitely one i think it'll be in the top five of the whole show at, it, at the yeah end. it's how is it ranked on imdb uh imdb has it uh pretty uh okay semi-high at a 13 out of okay. 62 no it, it's so. it is an episode that deserves all the praise uh, if you're going to go back and watch one this season, I mean, there's a few to watch, but that's that's one of them. Um, this season had, I, I know, I know, like, we still have other things to do, but, man, this season had a lot of really solid episodes. Yeah, some real home runs. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, like you said, way better than last go-round. Yep. Uh, speaking of uh, other wins, let's talk about uh, some honorable mentions. Okay, um... My honorable mentions are one of them we've already talked about, Turkey Day. Um, it was a, I almost <laughs> made the list, but I, I had to squeeze the crush in there just because I have a crush on the crush. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, funny enough, the crush is my number six. There you go. <laughs> so I, I think we have pro- might have the same top seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, your your other honorable mention uh, is a uh, get the kill out of here. Oh, oh, I have uh, I have another episode. I have another episode that we have not quite talked about in my honorable mentions. Uh, well, uh, re- real quick then, just want to say that um, get the kill out of here is a great time. All right, <laughs> what's your what's your last honorable <laughs> mention? <it>? Okay, um, <laughs> last honorable mention is foul bull. Ooh, 
Yeah, that nearly made my list. Yeah. I mean, just like the the him slipping and then the hospital bed. It's like it's just so good. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the hospital like entering scene. Like, oh really. my god! When they is, is that? <laughs> wait, is that when they pretend to be a like, Kel pretends to be a woman? Yep. Yeah, that is Kelly. that is so good. Like, there's a Next. lot of of hospital episodes. Like, yeah, hospital scene episodes or stuff like that in, in sitcoms and TV shows. Um, I like. I think it's so funny. Like those. I, those are like some of my favorite. Like like comedy and hospitals, because mm-hmm. hospital is so serious and so comedy is like the opposite and and so i love that but yeah no foul bowl was really really funny and it was it was touching oh we had a funny uh, episode review of it as well i thought uh like just i like it, not only was the hallway scene good but like when they actually get into the room it's like well now, now uh the situation the situation gets to a point where keenan has to deliver kel's baby <laughs> which is <laughs> Any episode like that deserves to be on. It's just so good. Yeah. Okay, I'm ranked among the best. It's, just, it's so ridiculous. And the old man mm-hmm. fell down, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Uh. Yeah, so that's a great episode as well. So that's a pretty pretty comfortable... What was that? Top... Uh, top, top, uh, top seven. It's it's pretty much like uh, the first half... Like the half of the season plus one. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, that was it was definitely the top half. So... Uh, <laughs> We, we won't spend as much time on it because I want to bring us down, but I, I love talking about the uh, worst episode of this season, too. Indeed. Uh, and I I feel like we might have different ones on our lists. We will. Because for some reason you gave this one a good a good rating, and I don't know why. Uh, well, in that case, I'll, I'll go first here. Uh, so my episode, uh, worst episode of the season, is Who Loves Orange Soda? Yeah, I knew that was coming. This episode has fallen so far in my eyes. When I was younger, it used to be like one of my. Uh, like I would show this episode to people. That's how like like strongly I believed in this. Now one. you feel like you've been duped. I, I feel kind of ashamed that I did that. I feel like it, it doesn't. It's a. Uh, it's got some real bad vibes for it, and I think it's got a bad message for people nowadays. Uh, yeah. Regarding addiction. Oh yeah. Uh, therapy. It's a very bad message. It's like oh, there's something wrong yeah. with you, and you should get it. Uh, you, you should be brainwashed into not believing that anymore. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, kids, have a problem? Go see this man that'll <laughs> fix it in one afternoon. Yep. Yep. That's not how it works. No. So it, it, I think uh, a lot of losers in it. <laughs> and like, you know. I, the dog I bit was like stupid. The, it was just bad. It, it doesn't land. So I, I, I yeah, that, I'll, I adjusted the score slightly, but that's a. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, one that I don't see myself going back to anytime soon. Yeah, we even talk about the orange monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it wasn't. I, 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 I was between that one and uh, and the one that I chose. The one that I chose, the worst episode of the season, is a star is peeved. I really did not enjoy it at all. Um, I thought it was just it was it was just dumb, um, and I honestly can't even remember like like the plot that much. I just remember the stupid guy who was supposed to be uh, famous. Yeah, it, it's a real oddball episode. Yeah, did not I did yeah. not care for it. And they they did the the best part is Keenan's movie sequence in the middle of it. I'd say I don't right. even remember it. I think this was one of those episodes I was really tired. <laughs> it's the may the pork be with you scene no yeah cal had that musical number that didn't really land oh yeah oh god i'm sorry they spent so much time and money on that on that scene and i'm just bashing it. i know some of my points for for the episode is towards that just because of, of the effort 
<laughs> that they put in. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I respect the effort. It just, uh, I, I, there are few fails of that degree on in the entire Keenan Kel like series run. Yeah, they really, really messed up there, but that's okay because the rest of the season was pretty good. They made up for it. Boy, what a fun trip down memory lane! Our next episode will be out on Wednesday the 29th, where we'll be talking about Keenan, not Kel, and doing a new top ten list. Until then, aww, here it goes. Thank you for listening. You can send us an email at keenancalpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash keenancalpodcast. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all at keenancalpodcast. 